Hi everyone, welcome back to episode 7. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, we are recording episode 7, however, we're actually doing this a bit out of order. So we actually did have an episode 7, except we're going to release that as episode 8, just because of some recent events that we wanted to bring up today that might not be relevant in a week's time. So, yeah. Well, like... Um, I, I would say that this this should be relevant in a week's time, but I feel like everyone would have forgotten about this article by then. So, yeah. But this should always be relevant. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a better way of saying it. I don't mean that the <laughs> the content is going to become irrelevant. But, um, okay, good. So, before we get into this topic, we're going to start with our usual thing, which is just asking that um, one question to get for you guys to get to know us a bit better. So today I've actually um, made up my own question because I'm that cool. So, okay, um, Kelly, if you had, if you, what's one activity you want to do before you die? Like it can be as crazy as you want. Um, no limit to time or money, but it has to be only one activity. One, one like specific thing. It can't like span over years. Uh, I don't think so. No. So, like, just one specific little thing that I want to do. Yeah, like, you know... That I, like, that I believe would complete my life, in a sense. I mean, you don't have to view it as something to complete your life, but it could. It could. Um, but I know, like, you know, how people say skydiving or something. What's your one activity? Oh. It doesn't even have um, to be, like, an entertainment activity, I reckon could be anything well one thing i really want to do before i die is to open my own cafe okay i mean i i don't know if i'll ever get there but that's like just something i want in my life right yeah and you have mentioned before in like an early episode that you wanted to open your own cafe what kind of like visions do you have in mind I don't really have like very distinct visions. I'm it's like more minimalist and like a chill space for people to go to, not just like to go there for um food. Okay, right. So it's got the um like a Korean vibe cafe thing going on. Yeah, yeah. A bit of the Korean vibe as we say. <laughs> but Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um once again I did not prepare the answer myself. I just thought it would be an interesting question. Um, an activity I want to... I mean, I want to go to Japan. I guess I want to, like, do something, like, way out of my comfort zone. You know, like, go to Japan by myself. Maybe not Japan, but, like... I do want to go to Japan, but I don't know if I'd want to go by myself. I feel like I'd like to go to Hong Kong by myself, though. Because I am from Hong Kong, so... Maybe it would be a bit easier. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like I would go to Vietnam by myself in the sense that, like, I would travel there by myself, but I would be with fam- this family there. Oh, for yeah, me anyway. yeah. So, like, yeah, in that sense, I don't think I would ever want to solo travel. Like, it's not my thing. Actually, like, I guess same, because I feel like I always need someone there. Like, especially with transport and stuff, I don't know how to take transport <laughs> by myself. You and your bus, that bus ride. Every time you mention transport issues, I just think of that one oh, yeah, bus my... ride that you, t- you you keep mentioning. My dad got mad at me yesterday because I went to the wrong bus stop. He was like, no, you should have known. And it's like, how would I, how was I meant to know? Um, but actually, I don't know if I would travel alone. Um, just because... I am, I, I need people with me, but maybe I'd do like a, like join like a tour, you know, like, um, like a group of people that are around your age that you don't really know well. Oh yeah. My brother did that when, um, so he went on exchange in America for one like trimester kind of thing. It wasn't like a full semester, but, um, basically he went on exchange and then he had, he stayed for the Christmas break, you know? Yeah, so, like, because he went on exchange at the end of the year and after uni finished for the year, like, he had a, a month 
before his visa would like make him get kicked out of the country. So like in that month, he could travel around America and he joined those tours as well for like some of the time and other times he just traveled solo. But I just don't think I could like joining a tour. I don't think I could do that because I feel like I'm the kind of person that needs at least one person that I know to be somewhere for me to go there. Um, I feel like that's kind of same actually. I remember once going to a party and I was meant to have people but then they all cancelled so I was going alone and I just did not want to go. I remember that being the case but I ended up having fun but I feel like for a tour thing no one really knows each other well whereas like for a party everyone kind of knows each other because you know like your friends like you all have like mutual friends there anyway um yeah yeah, so I don't I feel like that would be fun I feel like I might enjoy it like I plus I I hate going on tours I hate like following a tour oh why because here's my thing about tours I just feel like they take you to the places that make the money and not necessarily the places that I would personally want to go to oh okay like it's when you follow tours the places they take you are very kind of um it's it's more like a touristy special kind of thing like experience the culture but at the same time I don't completely want that I just want to like chill in another country walk around shop around like I want to act I want to go to a country without rushing myself around everywhere in that sense Oh, I just want to like relax, do everything slowly like I would if I was in my own home country. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because I feel like tours are a bit too rushed in terms of like having it as a holiday because it's like, don't you want to like wake up late and like chill for breakfast before you go out when you're on like a holiday? Oh, no. But tours like wake you up quite early. My mom was like, like that. She she was like, no, we're in a different country. We have to get up early. That's my parents too. But I'm like, I'm on holiday, bruv. I just want to chill. Yeah. I don't like, know. Like, my parents are always like, oh, you came all the way here just to sleep. I can't believe this. <laughs> um, But yeah. Okay. Wait, what was your answer again? I forgot. Sorry. Oh, my answer was cafe. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Now that we have answered our one question... Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. When we're we're recording this on the 16th, and this news article came out, I think, on the 13th, right? On the Saturday. I think it was, like, Friday to Saturday when I first saw it. It was about a school in Sydney. Um, So it's an all-girls school. And the, the the principal, I think, I think this was like the principal's address to the school when school started, because um, I think this is an address to the school when the school started, and it's apparently the lecturer was prompted by dress standards at a recent swimming carnival, because swimming carnivals happen at the beginning of the year. Oh yeah, it was a swimming carnival. So um. To sum up what the principal said, they told the students to not wear stringy, skimpy or revealing clothes on casual dress days. And um, remember, girls, there are men teachers in this school and they don't want to be looking at that either. She said don't compromise their employment. Yeah, so the main issue of this article was that the... Oh, it's a female principal, by the way. Don't know if you mentioned it. Yeah, it was a female principal. Um, so for anyone that goes to a school in America, generally, I've noticed that a lot of American schools don't wear uniform, but in Australia, all schools wear uniform. And we do have days where we don't have to wear uniform. So we call those mufti days or casual dress days. And for some schools on um, carnival days, so we have swimming carnival, cross-country carnival and athletics carnival. On those days, some schools allow you to just wear casual clothes in your 
house colors i think that's what that's what yeah yeah for um like sports carnivals right yeah so there's the three main sports carnivals every year for all schools so basically um this was just mostly addressing the uh dress code for those kinds of days and casual dress days so mufti days and i just felt like when i saw this i felt even more angry mostly because it was a female principal saying this yeah so actually we didn't really get into it in case you didn't like catch on the problem of this statement was that the female principal was insinuating that it was the girls like the students fault that like the male teachers would feel um like a certain way because of the way that they dressed and she was putting the blame on the girls not the grown-ass like male teachers and these are girls that are between the ages of like 12 and 18 yeah so like this is an age where like these girls are very kind of susceptible to new ideas and ideas that are placed on them by the teachers so like to be told stuff like this at this age doesn't this set them up to believe that whatever happens to them is their fault and never the man's fault yeah that was like it was it was an issue um and there were girls at the school that stood up against this and that's why it's like on the news um what was the result of it um apparently she just uh, i i don't know if there was an updated article because this one i'm looking at is the original article but apparently they were expecting her to the principal to apologize to the students on monday um at some school assembly or something but there was no actual punishment, yeah. I think. There was no, like, real consequence for what she said. So I'm not sure how I feel about that because I feel like as, like, such an influential figure in a school, like, I'm not sure how big this school is. I'm pretty sure, no, I'm like, pretty sure there's probably a... It is quite a mm, big school. Like, nearly a thousand, probably, right? Like, a... Uh, a hundred and a bit every grade. I think so. So, like, it's, it's like, six, seven hundred at least. So, like, to be at the, like, leader, the figurehead for this school of, like, six hundred or seven hundred girls and tell them this, I feel like if she believe if she definitely believed that this, what she said was true. There's some deeper problem within how society works, especially like with the adults in our lives that are the ones that influence us the most. Yeah. And I feel like it's so normalized, you know, like um, saying things like, oh yeah, like make sure you don't wear this girls, make sure that you cover your shoulders up. Even though it's not... Your shoulders will distract the boys. Yeah, or like straps and something. Yeah. It's been a rule for so many years now, but... And and I think it's just like, you know, telling like these girls that you can't wear this because of the boys. It just, it just basically suggests that it is the girls' fault and it's never the guys. Like, I don't understand why guys cannot just... Like, I'm, I'm sure they can. You know, I have enough faith in them. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, a majority of guys wouldn't, like, do stuff to someone because they're wearing certain types of clothes. Oh, like, actually. Um, there's, but there's also a thing. It's, like, girls don't dress up for the guys. Yeah. Girls dress up to make themselves feel good. It's not, we don't dress up to impress guys. That's the thing. And I think, um, I think this has been said a lot of times by different people, but I still don't think that it has left an impact because so many people nowadays still believe like, oh, when girls dress up and stuff, they're looking for a guy or something like that. I I think this just also goes 
I guess we'll like kind of talk about this. But oh, I don't know how to word this. But like just guys when they see girls wearing certain clothes, they get like It's like the thing is these guys are told that these types of clothes are what makes them like get turned on. Yeah. Like they're being told that implicitly by say by the school saying that you can't wear stuff like that you know exactly so like to my question is kind of to what extent is like is this also impacting guys in a sense because if this is the image that um people put out to be kind of provocative then doesn't that teach younger guys that this is what is provocative and therefore this is like you know do you get what i mean yeah i i feel like like how do you change it though i guess it's like a generation thing it can't just be changed it i think i definitely do feel like it's a lot better than it used to be like remember like when we learned about history and like people were like ankles are very you can't shoot girls can't show their ankles so like i think there has been progress just not enough but part of this is about slowly changing because we can't change everyone's mind in one go like i think with like later generations it's getting better like in our society we still see like older generations being in general i'm speaking very generally but older generations seem to be slightly more like traditional like girls need to be conservative and stuff like that but like younger generations is where it's really changing yeah yeah um but also like even there are like people our age who still have that like traditional mindset i think without knowing it or even if they do know it they don't see a problem with it because of the way that they were brought up like oh i i feel weird about APAG like the the what is it called the Facebook group aesthetically pleasing Asian, Asian uh, aesthetically girls. pleasing Asian yeah. girls but if you look at the difference between like the girls page and the guys page it's actually like but people don't find that weird or wrong like to be honest I feel like a lot more people find it weird than we think there are because most people who find it weird don't voice their opinion, you know. But I I feel like I've like. But it definitely does like okay. set us up to feel like we are the minority to be feeling that way. But we don't actually know because maybe it's just that one group of people that are the minority, and everyone else thinks it's inappropriate. But no one is really doing anything about it. Like we see like all of these issues in the world um i think i've seen so many videos at one point about um the america different american schools like dress codes because they're allowed to wear casual clothes so they have some regulations on what girls can wear and it's like it's so weird to like when i saw them and like people actually like these people have like pretty like standard wardrobes they go through their wardrobe to see what they can actually end up wearing to school if they went to that school and it was very alarming to me but those videos i saw a few years ago and until now i don't really feel like there has been any significant change let me google this to see if shoulders are still a thing Yeah, but I I feel like there hasn't been much of a change. Although people are more aware, it didn't, like, turn into some sort of change in society. Going back to the APEC thing, though, yeah, like, I don't think... I think it's a slow change. I don't think, realistically, there can't be a big change. Just knowing, like, humans just don't do that. You would think that people are just more... You would hope that there would be just more, like, considerate. But, I mean, even now, people are outwardly racist. Like, it's hard for people, I don't know how, but it's 
hard to get like a real change across in a short period of time short even meaning like a few years because like how i felt was growing up was like i thought that people that are racist people that are like really gender biased were like a minority in society but like the more i see the more i feel like they are the majority and we are the minority in a sense oh like girls and guys in terms of like even just racism like the racist people out there versus like everyone else like around me i definitely feel like there's a minority in terms of like the racist people but when you see the news when you see the things that are happening around the world it changes my mind so much and i don't really know how to kind of grasp it did i just say grasp really weirdly but yeah i don't know grasp i don't know how to grasp it okay now the word is weird to me but (laughs) yeah and um Another thing I wanted to bring up in terms of this inequality between boys and girls, I noticed this while I was in high school and buying school uniforms. The price difference is so significant. I didn't realize until you told me and I searched it out myself. It is, I don't like, know This why might I differ do. between school to school, but at least for my school, I really felt the difference because I'll just explain the uniform system in my school first before Flora explains hers. But basically for girls, um, there was a difference between junior and senior uniform. So junior uniform um, had a summer and winter version for girls. And um, the summer for girls was a dress and the winter was a skirt and a blouse with a blazer on top. For guys, it was pants and a shirt with a tie. And for winter, all they had to do was add a blazer. Oh, yeah. That's also something I noticed, too. Like, guys don't even have to buy yeah, that they, many things because they like, can just... It's not even the price difference yet. It's just the number of items they have to buy is so different. And also with my school, they weren't very strict. So people just kind of like wore summer in winter. And oh. like if it was cold that they, they'd wear like winter uniform in summer. So they could just change around easily. And it was, I felt like they were just a lot warmer than me. <laughs> and then, um, But yeah, sorry. If we move to senior uniform, this is where it gets worse. So when we move into senior uniform, so that this was when we changed uniform for year 11 and 12. So girls had to buy a whole new set of uniform. And do you want to know how much the skirt costs? How much was it? $80 to $88. Wait. For a skirt. Ow, did you buy one skirt? The junior skirt. The junior skirt was $68 to $75, the winter one. Whoa. And the school dress was $78. Whoever's selling this is making, like, bank. That is expensive. I don't think mine was that expensive. And then the thing is, if we move into boys' senior uniform, you know what they had to change? They just had to get a new shirt and a new tie. Wait, did you pay for your ties? Yeah, we... Boys boys had ties. Junior tie is $22. The senior tie is $25. Oh, yeah, yeah. For winter, too, we had uh, the guys just had to add a tie in. Oh, no. We had a tie the whole year for um, guys. And it was the same tie. But here's my thing. Girls have to buy an extra set of uniform. And the uniform is more expensive for junior because they have to buy the winter set. And in senior, guys just have to change the shirt and the tie. But girls have to get a new blouse and skirt. But, like, generally people had two skirts because five days a week you're wearing every day. And they had to have at least two shirts. This isn't something that's really crossed my mind before. And, well, actually, it has a bit. But I've never, like, connected it with gender. I know that sounds weird because it's literally, like, girls' uniform, guys' uniform. But... 
Like, that is a crazy difference. The guy's blouse is cheaper than the girl's blouse when the girls have to buy more. And the pants are cheaper than our skirts and dresses. Because I'm genuinely trying to think of a reason. And I don't think it's even to do with, like, um... Uh, like you know like bulk buying wholesale because like because here's the thing here's my question why does a skirt have to be 88 dollars true <laughs> and also if you're doing summer and winter uniform i didn't really feel like there was a difference in how warm i was between the summer and oh, winter there uniform. wasn't yeah because like then why do, don't schools that do have the summer versus winter change just use Wear, like, either the dress all year or wear the blouse and the skirt all year and just add the blazer on top of the blouse on and skirt for winter to match how guys, um, guys' uniform. But even then, there is a huge discrepancy because our blouse is, um, more expensive than the guy's shirt and the skirt is more expensive than the guy's pants. I don't know. I still can't wrap my head around the $80 skirt. <laughs> the 80 hey it depends what size you are if you're a bigger size then it's 88 dollars when it, if you're a smaller size then it, it's 80 dollars oh okay yeah i mean i guess it does make sense because like even though when you go out to the stores like all the sizes are going to be the same price but i think that's because they are able to price it the same because they are yeah. making like a lot of it Whereas school's only making, like, I don't know, a few hundred. Honestly, I just don't know how to feel about this. Like, what did my parents do wrong to have to pay <laughs> no. extra for my uniform than, like, if they had gave birth to a boy? Like, why did my parents have to pay so much extra? No. Just because I'm a girl. Don't blame the parents. No, I'm not blaming my parents. Blame it's like, society. why did they have to do that just because I'm a girl? They should... It's like... the. School fees should be equal for everyone, including uniform. Like, uniform shouldn't be so much more expensive for a girl than a guy. That's actually really true. That's a good point. I've I've never even noticed that it's different. I've never looked at the guy's uniform from high school before. But I looked at it yesterday, and it is quite different. Not as different as yours, but it was like a $10 difference, which is, I guess, a lot. Yeah, I, I kind of get the difference between like making a skirt and making pants like there's gonna it's gonna be um harder and like the blouses that girls had were a bit more tailored fit not really just a normal like straight down blouse but the issue is it shouldn't be that much more expensive yeah how much what was the price difference so um so the for guys the pants were around $50 ish and um the girls junior skirt is around $70 and senior skirt is around $80 so the difference was like 20 to $30 that is a lot of money that is a huge difference i understand if it's a $10 difference like cuz construction actual construction takes more work for a skirt than the pants oh you know what else might um influence the price though my school had like two thousand people whereas like your school was much smaller so you know like cost per unit is going to increase for you yeah but but to be honest the stock that they get they could just bulk order and it will last a while because there's gonna always gonna be new students coming in Okay, I guess that's true. And yeah, that's another thing. It's like, why does why do different schools have different pricing on their well, different uniform? suppliers? Why? But I feel like it shouldn't be done like that. What? Just like because one like, company does it all? Because like, okay, let's say someone that's not from a very well-off family goes into high school. Yeah. Why is it that like? Maybe they can't afford this one school's uniform, but they can afford another school's. Shouldn't all the schools be equal in terms of, like, just ability to pay for certain things that are necessary? I mean, 
And it's also, like, I don't get why some schools have, like, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about private schools. These are all public schools. Why do certain schools have school fees that are so much higher? I think I'm, I'm deviating from our topic so much, but I just don't get why there's such a huge difference when technically in Australia, school should be free. Education is free, except for, like, the certain extra activities Um, that you choose to add on to your education. But I think it makes sense that there are different fees. Like, for example, if I compared, like, you know, like, my food tech to your food tech, maybe you use, like, better ingredients or something. Maybe you offer, like, another thing. Whereas those are, like, individual to the school. So they choose their own prices. And I don't think the difference should be that big because I remember, I think my school fees were, like, $400 um, at my school that I went to from year 9 to 12 I think it was around there the school fees at my school from year 7 to 8 were 1,400 the difference was a thousand dollars this is just the general contribution not including other stuff right, no I think this was overall yeah this was overall 1,400 versus 400 did you feel like your old school had better equipment not not just for that class but in general like you know chairs that you sat on um the classroom the the bathrooms was it better because that's probably where like funding is going towards also there is a big problem with our education system like hands down though i i do think that like um my first school had more up to date equipment but doesn't isn't that the responsibility of the government and not the parents that's the issue maybe but i don't think once again like the government system for education sucks yes but it's a lot better than others like i mean teachers are like arguably one of the most important roles in a child's like upbringing growing up right their childhood yet like, they are known for having very low wage salary. Yeah. There is no kind of, like... So, I went to a school that was very kind of up there, like, ranked high. Prestigious. Yeah, prestigious. And <laughs> I'd say, I think out of my entire grade, two people chose to go into education. Oh, wow. So, like... Here's the thing. There is no monetary motivation to have these smarter and, like, I I wouldn't say more educated, but, like, just these kids that are more gifted and talented to go into a field like education. There is no incentive. I mean, wait, isn't that why there are fee changes in uni? No, but to that make- doesn't... That doesn't help long term. I don't think that's motivation enough. Like, it is the... It, it is a bit of a motivation to, like, study it in university. But I don't think that equates to choosing it as a career. Because I don't think people, like, that are in high school are really aware of the fees. They're more aware of which degree will make me more money. If I'm interested in two different hmm. degrees. Yeah. Like, which degree is more likely to set me up well? Yeah, I feel like there should be a lot more emphasis on, like, education and teachers. I feel like they just aren't given enough resources anyway. Because they do have to pay for a lot themselves, I know. Yeah, and there's so much work that teachers do that's unpaid as well. Oh, yeah, that too. I mean, like, like a lot of the marking that they do is unpaid. Anything that they do out outside of school hours is unpaid. Yeah, I don't know. I I hate the idea that there's like a hierarchy or like status to your degree. Yeah, that I think that comes from demand. No, but not even that. It's just like how you, how people in general perceive it like they look at arts and think oh wow it's a it's a dumb degree they look at someone who does like medicine as like a very well like they would respect them a lot more 
spot, and I hate that. Yeah. So there is a certain level of hierarchy in terms of the difference that these people would make in everyone's future. And I I just feel like, yeah, that that's valid, but isn't the biggest difference that is being made the people being in the education system? Because they're literally the ones that are, like, guiding the next generations. Yeah. There is some level of... I, I kind of have agreed with the hierarchy, but... It's also, there are parts of it that I don't agree with. So, yeah, I mean, I can see, like, why it's why it's a thing. I just don't like that it's a thing. I, get, I guess because, like, I guess essentially it all comes down to money and, like, how much you earn and how much your, that degree will get you. Um, yeah. But then again, it's like, how much you end up earning is up to you and like how you decide to go about with your degree you could end up earning a lot yeah and there's how much you earn isn't just limited to your degree yeah because there are other paths there's there's other things that you can do outside of your main like full-time job or something that can earn you a lot more money and that have allowed some people to become to have like a more comfortable lifestyle but i guess it's like why is that actually a thing though like why does money have to determine how good or bad something is because i um on the unsw discussion group someone just posted like hey is there any group chats made for arts blah 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 and arts like whatever course right and the most like you know how you can see the reacts there and it was all just like laugh reacts and I think that's because it was just arts. Whereas, like, you don't see that kind of reaction from if someone asked about, like, econ, management, marketing, bio, or whatever. I mean, like, the clearest indication on UNSW discussion board is, um, you know, that account. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Oh, is it the A? Yeah. The A. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like how they, they literally meme kind of those kinds of people, but it does kind of show us how bad this kind of inequality hierarchy is in our education system. Yeah. <laughs> and my problem is, I have another problem, like tracking back to high school and school fees. Did you know that the general contribution payment was not compulsory? Oh, um, like, uh, what, what is that committee called at school? The you PNC. Know, like, yeah, yeah, that one. Those ones are, like, donations. Yeah, those ones are donations. I they didn't know that. They literally say donation. Do they tell you? Um, no. Some, it said, there was a certain, under, like, kind of the statement, it's, like, PNC donation. But there was a separate PNC, um, membership fee. Well, you have to you have to pay to be a member of the PNC. Yeah, and I never paid that. But when I graduated, um, they have to sign us off like to say that we've paid ev- all our school fees. That fee wasn't kind of paid for for me. So like they were like, "Why didn't you pay it? Do you want to?" And I was like, "Cause my parents weren't part of the PNC. Like I don't need. I'm not part of it. Why do I need to pay for it?" Wait, that's so sketchy. Wait, schools are such a scam. Yeah, and I feel like I've paid so much unnecessary stuff So, like, stuff there's now. also that building donation thing. Oh, yeah. Every school has that. Are those donations too? Yeah, it's literally... The building fee oh is donations. <laughs> wow, okay. But I guess, like... Did you not know that? But I guess, like, you know... Because of, like, the previous years above me, I was able to have access to the new buildings so yeah. it's not like the worst thing but i guess like you know put the money if you can't afford it you don't you're not expected to pay it i guess it's like a circle thing like you know if you make your school look good you get more students more funding but the main problem still is that the teacher's quality because i feel like there are so many teachers that can't actually teach, right? I guess it's, like, different for every student. They have different needs. But there are definitely teachers that aren't really that good at, like, 
getting the message yeah. across. They're all just like, oh, yeah, flick to the textbook, read this. Okay. F- that's kind of me when I teach. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's... I What I do is I just go like, okay, read this section. You choose what you want to ask me instead of me telling you what to learn. In a sense, like, um, maybe because the work that I do is more like question based rather than theory based. It's I I tell them what kinds of questions do you want me to teach you? What kinds of questions do you need more? Because I can't in a class of fifteen students, I can't I don't have the time to individually go to them and be like, okay, do you know this question? Do you know this question? Do you know this question individually? Okay, yeah. So I guess it's a bit different because I do private tutoring. Yeah, I have the mentality that, like, you are in charge of your own education. It's your choice whether or not you take advantage of it. Because I am still paid to stand in front of this classroom and teach you, no matter how many questions you ask. This has definitely turned into an education episode, not even gender (laughs) anymore. I feel like I have a lot more to say about education, but I feel like we should circle back to gender and something that... I had one last thing to say okay. about education. It's about fees again. But um, you know how I said general contribution? You actually don't have to pay it. It's outlined by the New South Wales Department of Education. Oh, wow. Didn't um, know that. It's like... Because school is meant to be free. The extra excursions, camps and stuff, you don't have to go... And if so, therefore, like you, if you choose to go, then you have to pay for it because that's not covered by the government. The government, what the government gives money to schools for is the basics. So, therefore, students that aren't available are able to pay for certain things. They don't have to, they either don't have to go on it and they don't have to pay the general contribution. The general contribution is just kind of extra money that you're pumping into the school for the school to give you resources but the thing is um this is what i heard uh sydney boys which is also a it which is a school in the city in surrey hills basically what they told the year 12 students before they started year 12 if you don't pay your general contribution you won't get to sit the hsc that's so why would they say that? I feel so they sad. They sent that letter out to every single parent. Oh. Are they private? They're private, right? No. They they they're public school. Oh, okay. I don't know. Much it, they can only do that if they're a private school cuz private school is like on a paying basis. But this is a public school that's meant to give free education to their students. Um I guess though, it's like if if we wanted everything to be subsidized by the government, then tax rates would also go up. I don't know too much about that. Yeah, but and it's like it's like who can afford to pay it? Gets to pay it. It's not about you have to pay to stay in that school. And like um, at my school in year twelve, when we finish school, we sign out to like we have to get stuff signed off to say that we returned all the school property and stuff, and we paid the fees that like were due before we left like officially left the school and um basically many students didn't pay the school general contribution because like honestly a lot of them some of them actually couldn't afford it and I have um like some people in my grade were twins and like imagine have to pay like double at the same time so like what our school principal like basically guilt trip people into paying how so um so basically she's like oh the school's done so much for you and we've provided so much for you and like all you can do all like all we're asking of you is to pay this little bit of money to like help the school run the thing is but i guess that's also true though right from like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but, but he, hear me out for out my grade at least we there was an extra textbook fee i think it was a hundred dollars and you had to pay it to be able to like um borrow the textbooks or the subjects you need it for 
it's not a deposit in like in case you damage the textbooks you pay the money you don't get it back but I never saw the year 11 chemistry or physics textbooks we it never arrived for us oh my god but we still had to pay that money and I'm like what materials did this school provide for us when, like, half the grade went out to buy their own textbooks to use. I don't remember ever spending on textbooks. and pro- Probably we did. I don't know if we had the same problem, though. Like, so, we had those problems and, like, the school expected us to pay for the general contribution. That's... I say no. Sketchy, again. But at least you don't have to do that and you're more aware now. And, yeah, I mean, anyone that um is put into that position there is a document by the department of education that does explicitly state that schools cannot force students to pay the general contribution fees somewhere online i forgot where probably just google it but um i want to actually circle back to gender okay um because we've been on education for some time (laughs) um and i i had a story that I wanted to tell and it really highlights like the I don't know what you'd call it like the issues I guess so basically I'm gonna need two names okay guy names um they're both guys like do you need code names or like just normal names that you can replace oh it can be anything be creative b1 and b2 What did I just say? Be creative. I am okay, creative. Fine, it's then. the bananas in pajamas character names. B1 and B2. Okay then. So, um Okay. So B2 had a very big crush on this girl, okay? And yeah, like for some time, for like a while now actually, before I even knew who B2 was. And so so B2 and I we're friends okay um anyway so we used to talk and he would tell me like oh yeah i really like this girl and whatever and i remember like a, a while after that he was like oh you know i don't really think i like her that much anymore and i was like oh like i are you sure you seem because often he would like say that but then you know come back a few days later and be like yeah no haha <laughs> yeah so I then i still like her Haha, <laughs> I'm in love with her. <laughs> Sounds like someone I know. <laughs> um, but B2, yeah, kind of like that, where like it would be like a bit on and off, and it wasn't like he wasn't ever like sure about whatever he was thinking. Mm. So one day he was like, Oh, yeah, I don't really, I don't think I like her anymore. And I was like, Oh, uh, okay, are, are you sure about it this time? And he was like, Yeah, like for sure, because you know like nowadays when i go on her instagram oh it's so disgusting ew okay let me just continue this i want to throw up when i go on her instagram and i try to he basically just said he can't finish to her photos mm. and one that is just disgusting because Oh, you told me. Oh, this, yeah. Didn't I should you? probably mention that B two and this girl are friends. Okay. Wait, who's B one? Oh, yeah. So, and then I was like, "This is weird. This is like wrong to to say." I don't, I don't like hearing this. So then I asked B one. I was B one's another guy who is quite good friends yeah. with B two, and I, I asked B one. I was like, "Hey, you know, if I, you know, like I heard that." Actually, the first question I asked was, is it weird for guys to, like, jerk off to their girls, like, their friends' photos? And he was like, no, that's normal. And I feel like it's it's been normalized, but it's not normal. Do you get what I mean? Do you get the difference? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then from then, I was like, what is happening? What is wrong with what is wrong with society okay and also like this i think well like sorry to interrupt but i think the scariest bit of this to me is that i don't know if a lot of girls are actually aware of this no 
And it's disgusting. That's why it's gross. You what? I wasn't aware of like this kind of stuff happening before you even told me. Oh no, it's really common. Um, I was talking to this other friend. Her name's Rani. Um, and she was like, oh yeah, I have like my... Like, she turned her Instagram to, like, the analy- the business thing so you can see, like, the analytics side and, like, what happens to your photos if it gets saved and whatever. Yeah. And she was saying, like, oh, I guess, like, the main reason that regular photos, selfies of just yourself are saved, you can see that someone has saved it, is probably because it goes into the wank bank. Mm. Which, it makes sense, but also that is disgusting, too. I think, like, um, being aware of it makes it feel worse. But stuff like this shouldn't even happen in society. It's just, like... Cause I, and, and another way for guys to get away with it, kind of, is if they... I guess I shouldn't say guys. I guess, like, people. But it is more prevalent with guys. So they would, like... If they like a girl who is, like... Lebanese they would then go on to find Lebanese porn basically mm. okay I was not aware of that but oh okay honestly, I feel like I'm just generalizing from like your story but I feel like a lot of these guys if you ask them like um why did you choose these girls photos it's like I feel like a lot of them might say something along the lines of, like, they put it up for me to do this. Like, why else did they post this unless they wanted the attention of guys? Which is also another problem because, I mean, for me anyway, and probably speaking for a lot of girls, we post if we want to be, like, you know, okay, if we want to like show a bit of skin, we want to show the cleavage, we want to show like tight clothing, that's fine. We want to feel sexy, but we don't want to be yeah. sexualized. And I don't think that's a thing that people get like understand. It's like, okay, I if you look on my Instagram feed, it's literally kind of like a mini diary of memories for me. Oh wait, what even happened to that page though? That diary. Huh? That diary. Oh um, no, like... Honestly, I never did it because I just don't feel like there is any value to it to me anymore. Because I see in my account as kind of being a diary of memories that I've made. I do archive posts sometimes because it's like those memories aren't relevant to who I am right now. But um, if you look on my post, a lot of them are photos of me with friends and me with, like, family. So, like, it's like social media is a platform for us to express ourselves and not a platform that we use to put ourselves out there for this stuff to happen. Oh, definitely not. Like, I don't think anyone wants... I guess, and if they do want it, I feel like there's another issue there about feeling the need to have male validation. Yeah. But it's just, it's still like the idea of consent. Like, no matter how, because no matter how public this picture is, I don't think that it's still not okay for you to take it and use it. This picture is still that person's property, you know? It's still a part of them. Just because it's a picture that's been placed online doesn't mean it's a picture that anyone can use. For any purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, going back to the B1B2 story, I have talked to other people about it to see if it's Because I thought it was weird. And I was like, oh, I don't know if that's just me being me. But they also agreed that it was weird. Can I guess the, um, the, the thing? Would you, were most of the girls, were all the girls saying it's weird, but a lot of the ones that said it wasn't weird guys? No, I mean, I I asked Steven, do you remember being in this conversation? Yeah. Yeah, I think you told me. Yeah. He said that is definitely weird. And Mikhail also said it was weird too. Both guys. They're a lot older. But like, so the, would you say though, 
that the only the people that said it wasn't weird were they all guys oh yeah so the only people that actually said it wasn't weird i feel like no one would actually admit that it's weird unless you're that close to them because i was close to b1 so it like i felt like you know like if it if i'm not like very close to a guy Uh, no i know someone else that does this were you close to them like did they tell you though yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel like even if I tried to ask other guys, I would have to be very close to them to know like the actual answer or else they'd lie about it. Because I feel like inside they would know that it's weird and wrong. Mm. Um, But I guess like they felt close enough. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is just, it's so icky in terms of like, other than really voicing our opinions, there's no real way for us to physically change this. Like, other than bringing awareness. Like, awareness does not always equal to change. But I think awareness is kind of the only thing we are able to do right now. Yeah. And even just, like, having a conversation with a friend and letting them know, like, hey, you know, you talking, like, you making... um like these sexual jokes aren't something that I personally find comfortable or a lot of girls you should probably stop doing this just something like that is going to make a difference like even if they don't immediately change like it's kind of already putting that message in their brains in their subconscious so it might change them it might not but you did what you could I guess the worst part is then them getting angry at you for saying this and it's also, also, it's not a girl's responsibility to make these changes. Honestly, it's the parents. Like, if you were brought up in the correct way, you would know how to respect. Here's the thing. If, like, if you track back enough, it's like their pa- the parents are shaped by, like, the elder- their elders. Like, everyone is shaped by their own elders. So, it's like, there's a matter of, if we are aware of this, we should be changing this starting with our own family and our parents yeah the kids that we have but also like there's a big percentage of families here where their parents um like no like we're first generation yeah like i think that's what it's called right like I, i don't know what it's actually called but it's like first generation something yeah yeah there's a name for it but I guess, like, the, like our parents grew up in a society where it is very normalised yeah. to have, like, a... Not, it's, like, gender roles like, are very normalised. I think, um, well, like, the episode... It's the very next traditional. episode, I think we dive into this a bit more. Yeah. And I think this is a good way to end the episode because we talk more about the traditional side of this and, like stuff along those lines in the next episode which was Mm -hmm. meant to be the episode before this but yeah um actually before we end though um i just want to say once again thank you for everyone who sent in a question from last week's episode if you haven't checked it out yet i will link it down in the description below or you can just find it by clicking back i don't know how to do it on the screen oh, okay but i think i can figure it out I'll, I'll set it up so that you um you can click back to the next on the episode. youtube screen you can click to the next episode i think i can do that like a previous one and a next one um so for anyone that still has questions that they want to send in you can either dm our instagram account which is at two dot friendless friends or if you don't have Instagram, you can email us at twofriendlessfriends at gmail.com. Because I just realized while editing, like doing the descriptions for the last episode, that not everyone has Instagram. So there's also the email available for you guys to send yeah. in. Or you can just text well. one of us because I feel like most people here do know us, at least one of us personally. If you don't, that's yeah. actually really <laughs> cool. I love that. Yeah we're reaching a audience um beyond just the people in our lives it's like going into analytics and seeing the countries yeah i literally that's the only thing i look at the countries what countries are we thing. um 
present in. I don't have the YouTube one because the YouTube one only shows Australia for some reason. I, I'm pretty sure we had UK, US, Hong Kong. Oh, we have some Hong Kong ones because I DM'd. So um, Australia is still a majority, but we also have Canada, United States, Hong Kong, Russia, UK, India, and Costa Rica. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it is. We don't even know them. We oh, don't even God. know them, but hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for watching our episode. We hope you enjoyed this one. And if you are interested, next week we're going to have a similar one. Like Kelly mentioned, it's going to be more to do with like the traditional side, um, upbringing, as well as gender roles. And please, if you have any ideas, just let us know. And we'll see you next week. So thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.